Valley Sports Line podcast is on the air. We are pleased that you have joined us. I'm Bubba O'Neill. Now, as I've bragged about four years, no region in the country has fostered better athletes, coaches, executives, and in today's case, broadcasters. Southern Ontario, and in particular, the Golden Horseshoe, a gold mine. And the Sports Line podcast is here for those individuals to bring you their stories. Folks, today's guest is a heavy hitter in the media business from her early days at Canada's number one radio station CFRB to taking her talents to television, where she blossomed at CKVR in Barrie and then cemented herself as a trusted and respected anchor at CHCH in Hamilton for over 30 years. She launched the Always Good News program on CTS and to this day continues to represent Greater Hamilton and its community by being involved in endless amounts of charity events. Now, I'll be honest here, I'm being real here. I am honored to have you, Connie Smith, on the Sportsline podcast. It is wonderful for you to have, you know, to come in here and we're going to talk a little bit about your career and a big initiative that you've got going on as well, too. So thank you for coming in. Bubba, thank you for having me, and I love your couch here. This is very cool. Very it's nice cool. and cozy, isn't it? It is. I love it. You a little sporty feel? Yes, and the red color, mm-hmm. one of my faves. So there you go. How are you? I'm really good, mm-hmm. I must say. Um, busy and involved in lots of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, always good news has become my brand, really. Mm-hmm. And all my years in journalism, I, I, I realized the power mm-hmm. of good news stories. And I don't mean just what we'd call fluff. I mean stories that really inspire people Mm -hmm. and move people and, and, you know, um, help create positive change Mm -hmm. in society. Well, you you know, as we talk about this initiative and the things that you're involved with in the community, um, on behalf of the Tiger Cats and Interval House, but I got to talk about the early days. Sure, sure. Okay, CKVR and oh, Barry. Goodness, G- yes. give me a little d- details on that and when that started okay. and, and what TV was all about at the time. I did not want TV. I loved radio. Uh-huh. Um, I was a good news reporter at CFRB in Toronto, and I loved it. Uh-huh. I mean, Gordon Sinclair. Betty Kennedy. I was just in my glory. I I loved radio. Um, While I was at Mohawk College, I also worked at CKOC, where hits just keep on coming. (laughs) Loved it. Loved it. And um, my course at Mohawk then was 12 months first year, and then you Inter, um, interrelate your um, on camera or your um, semester with um, an internship. And my internship finished at CFRB. I came back to start my final year and I was begging my news director, Con Stevenson, at CKOC to hire me when I finished. In the meantime, I was offered a job at CKVR through the great Norm Marshall. Is that? That's it. Bob Boland, Steve Ruddick. <laughs> That's me at Mohawk College. So I was offered the job at CKVR and I went, oh, television lights, yikes, cameras, that terrified me. And Con Steven said, look, this is radio, that's TV, take the job. Mm -hmm. So I did. And at the time in that photo, I was the weather girl and uh, I was also um, general assignment reporter, Mm -hmm. backup host, did everything up there, shot my own film. We were on film, edited my own film, had a ball with the great Bob Bolin, the great voice up there. And there's a young Steve Ruddick. I used to go and interview Barry Flyers, hockey players for Steve Ruddick (laughs) back then. 
and, and tell me a little I mean, obviously, we're in the, based out of the Hamilton area. Uh, you know, I have a lady friend in Barrie. Like, Barrie was a completely different community at oh, that yes. point than it is what it is right now. It had one tall apartment building. <laughs> and uh, I lived in about four or five different places in the two years I was there. Um, I learned to drive a stick shift. I bought my Ford Pinto from Grandview Motors in Barrie, but I did not know how to drive a stick shift. And anyone in Barrie knows the hills and the four corners mm -hmm. in downtown yeah. Barrie. And I, I learned how to do the whole, uh, what's the you other pedal to. called? The, <laughs> that thing. The and, clutch. Oh, thank you. The clutch and the gas. And so that was, that was when I learned to drive a stick shift. Right. And my Pinto, I loved it, but then they started burning up a few years later. <laughs> So I got rid of my Pinto, but um, it was it was a great two years. I learned everything. I learned how to write backwards on our big giant plexiglass mm -hmm. weatherboard, and um, we we wrote on the board with uh, grease crayons, like grease paint. We kept them in the freezer mm -hmm. in the studio, but one day I didn't realize that the freezer had gone kaput right. and I grabbed my grease stick and I went to write on it and it was just mush so all I could draw was a messy sun and a and a cloud that kind of disappeared <laughs> but great experiences there just great experiences that's a great word that you use there experience because I have heard and I've seen this in you know throughout my career that if you can do weather, you can do anything in news <laughs> television as well, too. And that opportunity doing weather at CKVR fostered something that I'm sure is very special to your heart. That move to Hamilton and to CHCH, which was a completely different place from what it is at this time. Tell me about those days. Well, when I started at CH, we were in a little old house. The news, well, most of the station was a group of old houses on Caroline Street mm -hmm. and Hunter area. And um, the newsroom was a noisy place with teletype machines banging constantly. If you worked the night shift, which I often did, you'd have to clear the wires. Clearing the wires was a job and you'd rip all the different stories coming off the teletype and hang them on the hooks. Mm -hmm. Local, national, sports, weather. Mm -hmm. And um, typing was on typewriters. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as computers back then. Uh, smokers everywhere. The air was blue. <laughs> we used film cans. We, I did not smoke. And, and Karen Steele, my dear friend, who um, was the newsroom secretary at the time, we take film cans and bend little creases in them where all the smokers would put their butts. Mm -hmm. But you'd have to wipe off the keyboards because ashes would be falling through <laughs> the typewriter keyboards. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Um, but, but, yes, it was a joy to go out on sh and shoot and not have to worry about having to edit it. But I did carry the tripod. Right. I was one of those reporters that helped with the cables, mm -hmm. although I would be accused of causing reporters knots mm -hmm. from time to time mm -hmm. in the cables. Mm -hmm. But um, we were shooting on film, and then there's quite an evolution as we went to videotape. And we would, were would one be, of the would first. This, would this be oh my you goodness. Right now? <laughs> yes, there were many hairstyles over the years. I covered city council for a number of years. Uh, that 
was uh, covering the spoons, maybe, one summer. The spoons? Wow. I covered it. I was the entertainment reporter. We okay. had a segment called Billboard. Mm -hmm. I also did the weather at CH. I taught Matt Hayes everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> so take that as you will. Mm -hmm. But dear Matt, also a great friend of mine. And I was doing the weather, but also reporting. And it came to the point where they wanted a full-time weather person. Right. I said, I still want to do news. Mm -hmm. So um, thankfully, Matt jumped in and just ran with it and did right. some great weather stuff. Oh my goodness. And then I went on to do some more reporting, mm -hmm. covering national political conventions mm -hmm. and um, uh, courts, a lot of courts and trials and a, a lot of heavy, heavy stuff over yeah. the years. And uh, going into videotape, I think we were one of the first crews to use a videotape camera. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to my camera and this is never going to last. This is a pain. I like my film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But then it went from the big two-inch two inch tape yeah. to three-quarter inch mm -hmm. cartridges, and then, of course, to cards. I don't even know what it's done on now. It's nothing. It's just in the air, just, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's, it really <laughs> is. You're right. I remember the blue, those blue blue maxi tapes. And oh, yeah. And beta, obviously, was when I kind of stepped beta. in as mm -hmm. well, too. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's funny because you were you were local anyway. This is where you came from, this area. Born in so, Hamilton. You know, yeah. so, so was it? important for you to get back home and as and do you believe that's why you developed this kinship with the viewers and the listeners and what was it that I mean there was there was an emotional attachment there I I, I not to embarrass you but that's what I feel well you're very right. You're very right. That's very true. I mean, uh, my family, well, grew up in Burlington, but born in Hamilton. I, I really wanted to get into the Hamilton, Toronto market. And um, Hamilton was there. The opportunity was there. And Dick Gray hired me. And I mean, when you're with a station and on air for 32 years, you get to know people and, and you're so involved with the community. The other thing, I was the first news anchor to have a baby and my pregnancy was partly shared with the viewers right. for those nine months. Mm -hmm. And it really developed a, a strong rapport. And I was doing the noon show with the incredible Tom Charrington. We, we launched the news at noon back then. And we had, we had big celebrities coming through. We had um, Tim Conway and Tom Poston were in mm -hmm. town doing The Odd Couple. Mm -hmm. I was nine months pregnant with a big floral dress on. And I'm introducing Tim Conway and Tom Poston. And all Tim is doing is staring at my belly. And I said, Tim, Tim, he says, sorry, sorry, I'm just watching your flowers grow. And we just kind of laughed for the whole half hour. But whether it was through getting to know all these celebrities coming through Hamilton, Hamilton was the place to be. The Charrington Show was on the air. Everyone running for prime minister made the Charrington Show. So we got to meet. I interviewed two prime ministers in my time at CH. I made both of them laugh, by the way, Cretchen, and the senior people. Trudeau when I was very young and green reporter that's a funny story mm -hmm. but the people we met that were from Hamilton but the people that came to CHCH right. just made it so exciting and so intriguing mm -hmm. every day doing something different and on the back half of those 32 years was this duo 
with you and Dan me, McLean. Dan, like, yeah. like I, I'm going to tell you this. Like, I mean, I, I had people asking me if you two were married. Well, yes. <laughs> like, like, we we <laughs> called ourselves, you know, the on-air married couple because people would ask me that too. Really? Okay. Yes, yes. But we worked together well. And, you know, it was hard for Dan because there had never been a woman on the anchor desk during the week on CHCH TV before. It was the man. It was Dan, you yeah. know? Before that. The anchor man. It was Norm and it was Tom Charrington and it was Dan. Right. And he had the center seat. So this re young reporter comes in mm -hmm. and it was a time when we were experimenting with blue screen. Mm -hmm. And uh, Barbara Wall or Barbara from was doing the journal at the time. From CBC, okay. So I became okay. the Barbara yeah. from of CHCH. Yeah. We were doing double enders with the blue screen. Right. We were covering a big, big trial that had just wrapped up, and it was Connie. You go on and you kind of anchor the coverage because we had about three or four reporters on this very big trial, mm -hmm. and that kind of started. So they just kind of snuck me on. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't a big deal. There's no big announcement, right. and I was just there. Every day after that, and every day after that, and and Dan was gracious. We we knew each other, and we helped each other, and we had a very very comfortable on air relationship, and I think it showed. And the way we were on definitely, air, definitely, it was the same. And we knew how to ad lib just enough, and. Mm -hmm. Make it human because I think we have to make journalism human again because mm -hmm. of all the technology and all the AI. Mm -hmm. People need the human connection and right. you've got to relate to them and bring your your person, bring your authenticity Who you are. to the job. Yeah. You know, and, and again, you talk about those early days uh, of you being in, uh, on the anchor desk at CHCH, and it must be really special for you when you turn on the television right now, and I'm going to switch it to sports right now. TSN right now, if you look at their new show, there are more women anchors than male anchors. And we're starting to see that on news as well, too. Oh. And this is, I mean, as someone, Kathy Renwald. One of the first dear friend like it day. doesn't get talked about enough as one of the first women to be going in a locker room. She was room. in the locker room, room and, and she and covered the first Blue Jays game ever. And I'm, you know, again, I'm a little younger. I was told that those days were very, very tough for women. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I was at Mohawk College in Calm Arts, there were 100 students first year. Five of them were women. Five. And then by the time we all graduated, a couple of us went on. Then all of a sudden, we saw the shift start to happen. Mm -hmm. Sue Prestige had been on the air at CH. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh, wow, I, you know, I'd love to do what Sue Prestige is doing. And so then I ended up on the air. And Joanne Garcia was on the air at that time as well. And then all of a sudden, hey, let's get more women on the air. So it started happening more and more. Mm -hmm. And to the extent that when I went back to start teaching at Mohawk, there are more women right. than men. So society is constantly changing mm -hmm. in the demographic, constantly. And you're on a wave for some years, mm -hmm. and then you're out of favor for a few years. Mm -hmm. You know, it just... Now it's like, oh, where, where are all the men going? The poor men. 
You know what though? We had we had we we, we 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 ruled for a long time. Yes, you so did. I, you know, I can say this as a man. It's okay how, that we, we move over a little bit. Oh, how kind! Right? <laughs> you mean, like, how generous! You mean I got I got to be that, and that's and really that's the way it is. And and I don't care who you are. If you are, if you are, you know, you know the goods. You know your information. You know your job. Absolutely. I don't care if you're black, white, oh. woman, brown, Asian. I, Absolutely. You know I mean? And and I, it's I, who you are. Exactly. As a person. Yeah. You're authenticity, your skills, mm -hmm. how you work well with people, mm -hmm. how you can bring out the best in people, mm -hmm. how you can make people feel comfortable mm -hmm. to sit down and bring out their innermost thoughts right. and, and worries and concerns and hopes and desires. Mm -hmm. That's what makes a good professional across the board, regardless of who you are or what you do for a living. We just wrote some video, and hopefully we can roll it again, of you interviewing uh, Mr. Braley. Oh. On, the, on his first day of ownership. Oh, yes. Uh, he uh, did you, not do interviews. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're, you're sitting there in Iverwind Stadium, and hopefully we can get to that video, that, that I mean, like, look at this. I mean, I, I don't know if you remember this. Oh, yes. While, right? Like, because he did not do interviews. <laughs> so there he is. You understand the connection that the Hamilton Tiger Cats have with this community. Oh. Can you explain that? Well, it's... Going back to when I was a little girl, um, I grew up with two sisters and my mom. My dad was just, you know, the, the poor guy in the household, even the dog was, was female. He'd watch his tie cats and watch the games. And because it wasn't a girl thing, we just went shopping. Now I love to see that women are involved and the whole family's involved. So growing up, knowing the Thai cats, hearing the names, especially when I got into journalism and seeing them out in the community, mm -hmm. they are role models mm -hmm. and they are mentors. And I don't know if it's too soon to segue into, well, into Interval House of Hamilton. Sure. But statistics have shown that sports and coaches in particular have a huge influence on the development of young people. Mm -hmm. And it's, well, more men than women, just because there are more males mm -hmm. in sport, not to say they don't have an impact on women as well and women coaches as, as they would have on young women as well. But knowing this and knowing that so many sports figures are such heroes to young people, Interval House of Hamilton has reached out and partnered with the Tiger Cats, the Bulldogs, the Rock, Forge, all the sports organizations and sports teams in high schools. Mm -hmm. And we're involved in this incredible um, anti-violence training, mm -hmm. uh, mentor programming, um, coaching boys to men programming, and it is working. We are changing the culture mm -hmm. where young people are in a social situation, whether they're at home, the way they talk, the way they walk, mm -hmm. the way they walk the talk. And we are so inundated at Interval House, which is an exclusive shelter for women and children fleeing violence. Right. We are inundated. We are always over capacity. We are looking after these women and children. We are helping them find their way through the court system, paperwork. We are finding them homes. We are finding them jobs, which is great. Right. But how are we going to stem this? Right. How are we going to? Violence in, is increasing more than ever in Canada, and Hamilton's bad. Yeah, well, Baba. I, I mean, and I, I've you know talked to several you know police friends of mine that have told me that they're getting at times a call an hour, mm -hmm. you know, based on, you know, gender-based violence. Yep. And 
that's not good enough. I mean, we, we've got to be better. And I say that as a male, we have to be better. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's amazing that you are hitting up people in sports mm -hmm. because yeah, right. It is still a male. There were so many women in sports, of but, course. but it's still a male dominated business and you've got to get not so much into the minds of, of females, us, males. Yes. And I think that's yes. great that you're doing that. Yes. I mean, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to embolden women. We're trying to reach out to rural women because almost half of Hamilton is rural. Mm -hmm. We don't realize that. And so many women feel so cut off in some rural areas. Mm -hmm. There's often firearms in rural mm -hmm. situations and, and they don't, they don't reach out. Mm -hmm. And and sexual abuse especially is the, the most underreported crime. Mm -hmm. So women and children are suffering. So yes, we're looking after those we can. We've started a new program where we are going into rural communities of Flamborough and Glanbrook and Upper Stony Creek. But we've got to start stemming the violence before it erupts in right. families mm -hmm. and in office places. We've partnered with Leuna. We're going into union stations, mm -hmm. into the workplace, blue collar scenarios, mm -hmm. because we're really trying to become leaders mm -hmm. in creating more peaceful, safer environments for mm -hmm. future generations. And to, to kind of bring everything together here, power prevention, this is going to mm -hmm. be a big show that's coming up here with yourself as the MC, I believe. Um, and, yes. And I believe there is a special yes. guest that I don't even know. No I don't either. About. It's a mystery tie cat celebrity. Okay. It's free agent time, so nobody's <laughs> talking. I don't know who my co-host is. Okay. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So we're waiting till like two weeks before and we'll find out who right. the celebrity mystery tie cat co-host <laughs> will be. But it's a fantastic night we have invited all kinds of local celebrity heroes we um, have coaches and teachers athletes themselves who are going to be actually um, speaking to the impact that all this training has had on them right. it's working it's changing the way they think the way they act but it's also teaching young people how to step in how to call someone out and say that's not right not cool it's not cool and by teaching this and empowering young people to do this in a peaceful way that is um, non-inflammatory, we're going to create change mm -hmm. for good. And we're looking to our sports sector to really be part of it. So we're going to have games there right. and um, we're going to have behind the scenes tours of the stadium, mm -hmm. right in the locker rooms. Oh, so know? this is going to be right at Tim Hortons Field? At Tim Hortons oh, Field okay. in the okay. stadium care okay. caretaker's lounge. Okay. We're going to have all kinds of games there, wonderful food and drink, games, raffle, silent auction. You're going to be able to rub elbows with some of the great sports celebrities. I can give you one. Mm -hmm. Uh, the great Tony Gabriel oh, will be here. Classic, classic. Yes. And um, as more and more um, days go by, we'll be announcing the different sports celebrities who will be there. And we're all going to take the oath. We're going to pledge right. to become Steel City allies. Mm -hmm. That means we're part of the movement right. to call out, to step in when we can safely, to stop violence before it starts. Connie, it's amazing that you're doing this. What's a, what, what date? Where, where? February 27th. Okay. 4.30, doors open mm -hmm. at Tim Hortons Field, mm -hmm. and you can go to our website, which is www.intervalhousehamilton.org forward slash events. 
And I would love everyone just to keep in touch with all the events we have throughout the year. Yes, there's a need to help, but we are celebrating what we're doing to make a difference. And we're inviting everyone to be part of that celebration because we're affecting positive change here in Hamilton and we're becoming leaders in violence prevention throughout the province right now. Connie, this is, you know, you have no idea what a treat, I said this in the beginning, what a treat this is to have you here, you know, as a representative of CHCH. I mean, we're coming up on our 70th anniversary. Mm, yes. You put together the basis of, of what this great station is and why we've been on the air for 70 years. And, you know, even taking it further, what you're doing right now, giving back to this community, you, you don't need to do this. You know, you're retired, you, you know, but you're still out there. And not even just this cause, but I know there are many other causes as well, too, that you represent and have done so for many years. On behalf of many Hamiltonians, I got to say thank you for very much for all, that you, you, for all that you do. It's really, really appreciated. And uh, there are special people in the world like yourself. So thank you again coming in for the Sportsline podcast. Uh, I mean, my, my first week. I'm honored. And congratulations, Bubba. This God, is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I mean, it, like I said, it, it's, it, it borders on sports. But it's more about people and people like you that we need to talk to. So thank you for coming in, and we appreciate your time. Thank you, Baba. Well, folks, if uh, you have a local team to promote, believe a budding athlete deserves a platform, or you just want to talk some sports, the Sportsline Podcast is seeking you. Now, you can always contact me at many of the CHCH social media platforms, and we'll get you on the podcast. Please subscribe to Sportsline Podcast on TikTok, YouTube. Hit that thumbs up or five-star button so you always get the latest and greatest for the outstanding hands and minds that make this production possible merci and we'll see you tomorrow